Hey everybody, Adrian Nedelik is back to talk about things you should know before buying a condominium as an investor and a homeowner. Here it is. Hello everybody, I am here to answer a question and that question is, what should I know before buying a condominium? All right, this is an interesting question and we can look at it in two different angles. Angle number one, you are just a generalist, you're a, a normal buyer, you're not an investor, you're going to be living in this property and that what, that's what you're looking for. And number two, second angle we can look at this um, is what am I going to be looking uh, at this condominium if I'm an investor? So two angles, one as a homeowner and one as a investor. So number one, I think this is just most about the general information about a condominium. So definitely there's a lot of moving parts with condos in relation to single family home. You have neighbors, you have condo boards, you have rules, you have uh, meetings, all these different things that just add some moving parts, some layers to any type of transaction uh, while you're living in the property, all that sort of thing, you're going to have to be keeping an eye on it and you want to make sure that you are just looking at that property and understanding exactly what you're getting into. Whereas a single family, you're the sole owner of that property. You're going to be looking after it. You get to decide on basically everything that has to go, has to do with the property from maintenance to what color you paint your exterior to et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So number one, with condos, the biggest thing is looking at the condo board. So who's going to be sitting on that condo board? Have these people been sitting on the condo board for a really long time? Are they new people? Um, who's, who's essentially running the operation? They can definitely make your life miserable if you're looking if you have a bad condo board um, sometimes we'll see buildings that have been uh, been people on the condo board have been in the in the building and living in the property for years years and years and they're old and, and crusty and they just say you know they, they don't want any changes so if you're looking at it as a homeowner and you want to come in and you want to make some changes maybe some updates it can really be super challenging um, if your condo board isn't flexible or if you, you know, there's just certain rules. So that goes into the next point. What are the rules? So when you go through due diligence with a condominium, you know, we typically have three conditions. On a single family house, we're going to have property inspection and financing. Very common. And that's typically the conditions that most buyers are going to be using. With condominiums, we're going to have three conditions. Same sort of thing. We're going to have financing. We're going to have property inspection. And the third one, which is a little bit different, is a condo property document uh, due diligence. So basically what that means is with every condo, there's, there's condo board minutes. There's the annual general meeting documents, there is a budget, there is a reserve fund study. So all of these come together to show you and give you basically a snapshot of how that building is being operated. 
So one of the big things that we need to look for when we're looking at a condo mm -hmm. is the reserve fund. And so I know most of you have probably heard some pretty crazy horror stories where condo board needs to do a big maintenance job or there's some sort of deficiency deficiency that needs to be completed as soon as possible and there's just not enough money in the reserve fund. What happens? So what typically happens in that situation is it's actually on the owners. All of the owners, depending on how many, um, how much of the building they own, so that based on the square footage uh, of your unit, you're going to be issued uh, basically like segments of that building. And based on that, your cash call is going to be associated with um, how big your unit is. So for example, you know, we've had situations where we heard horror stories where there's been cash calls on big, big property or big deficiency items where people are paying out 30, 40, $50,000 on one deficiency item just because there's not enough money in the reserve fund. So that's definitely the horror story of the condo side, but there's also a lot of benefits on the condo side. You know, you're going to have, you're going to have a lot of maintenance and things to that are going to be looked after by the condo board uh, and the maintenance team. You're going to have convenience. You're going to have amenities. So all these things are positives. Whereas with the homeowners, you know, you're going to have to be, you know, how's your furnace? How's your hot water tank? What's your exterior roof looking like? And you're going to have to be managing that all on your own. Whereas you can kind of buy a condo, you can just live in it and not really have to worry about those items as much because they're going to be looked after by the condo board and you're going to be notified during the annual general meeting. And usually the condo board will help notify you and just let you know about what's going on. So those are probably my general topics about a condo board and looking at uh, buying a condominium as a homeowner. On an investor side, there's definitely pros and cons as well. So with condos, you know, you're, you're essentially you're renting out one unit. So for myself as an investor, I typically like to see two units or the more units for me, the better that just deleverages my risk a little bit. If I have a vacancy in my basement, usually my main floor is covering my expenses. Um, so it just helps me deleverage that risk a little bit. But on the flip side, usually a suited property or something with more than one unit or more than one suite is definitely more expensive. So your barriers to entry to condos are a lot less and you can get into an investment property uh, just a lot easier just because of the, you know, the financial ability of, you know, what typical condos are going for. Uh, the other positive with condos is the aspect of Airbnb. You know, if you're looking at condos in areas like downtown, 124th Street, some of the trendy areas, you can, again, get into these specific areas and locations uh, with a condo for a little bit less money than you would with a single family house. And a lot of these areas like downtown, they don't even have single family houses in the area. So that's really your only way to capitalize on being in that specific area. Second, too, with Airbnb is you know, you want to look at where the people are going. So one of the hot places in Edmonton, obviously right now is the ice district. 
you know, we have the JW Marriott, we have the Stantec Tower, we have the Rex or the Arena. So all of these, all of these attractions are definitely going to be where people are going to be going in the city. So if you're looking at short-term rentals, having a condo is not a bad idea in some of these areas. The caveat to this is really understanding and reading through your condo documents. So in some aspects, some condo boards won't even allow short-term rentals. So before you put all your hard-earned money into a property like this, definitely read your condo documents. Make sure you understand what you're getting into before you make that purchase. Because the last thing you want to do is have a game plan, look at your cash flow analysis, all based on short-term rental, and then the condo board just exonates that, and then you cannot do short-term rental, and you're stuck with a long-term rental. So that would be my highlight there. So condominiums, just to wrap it up, uh, definitely a good investment, a lot different than single-family houses. You have some pros, you have some cons, but every investor has a little different strategy. So take a look at that. Hopefully that helps you with some of your decision-making. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out to the mogul team.